If you're looking to start a podcast, the best place to start is Anchor. It's free. The creation tools allow you to record and edit the podcast right from your phone or computer. And Anchor will distribute the podcast for you. So you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Uh, You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And it's easy to do everything to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Oh, Alien is one of my all-time favorite movies. Alien's what? like top three movie for me. What's what's your other two? Uh, Alien vs. Predator and Alien vs. Predator Wreck Room. Are you being serious? No, just kidding. Oh. But I, I, I do love Alien. <laughs> I think I've seen um, it like three times in quarantine. Really? I love this movie. Wow, dude, this, that's really, that's really uh, racked in my brain. But let's talk about it. Um, Do you feel the I'm, same? No, 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 I've got thoughts. Listen, this is Required Watching, where we watch the essential films from lists of cinematic influencers and look at them through the lens of learning about filmmaking and how to move forward. I am Trey. I'm Danny. I've been watching Lovecraft Country, which is why I said that very strange. Ooh. Have you been watching it? I have. I gotta rewatch last week's because I don't know what the fuck is happening. You should probably do that, but so good. So, uh, Alien. Alien. Alien is great. Alien is great. 1979, directed by Ridley Scott, starring Sigourney Weaver, Sir John Hurt, and I'm gonna say Yafit Koto. Koto? I'm gonna say he's a star, by the way. Oh, That's yeah. the black guy. I love this movie. <laughs> I, I know I made it sound like really ominous, like I wasn't going to like this movie. I love this movie. And I've done myself a real disservice by not watching movies again that I really enjoy, which again is part of the reason why this whole thing exists of re-watching movies. I have a really bad habit of re-watching movies. I'll watch a movie once and I won't watch it again. I say I've seen it and then I'm done with it. And then even worse, I put it to the back of my mind and just never think about it. So it's like I never seen the movie to begin with. Yeah, um, or you'll rewatch movies that don't need rewatching. Don't they just don't need them? They just don't like, need them at all. Why have I seen Superbad ten times? I, right. I know all the jokes. <laughs> Those jokes land t- twice. I say maybe three times, and then you're done. Uh, (laughs) we should watch that Uh, listen if you don't know Alien after a space merchant vessel receives an unknown transmission as a excuse me as a distress call one of the crew is attacked by a mysterious life form and they soon realize that its life cycle has merely begun Dan so this opening scene Mm -hmm. I was a bit confused in love with but confused so we get on essentially it's a really really long scene where are my notes hold on I think I counted it as seven minutes of opening. Uh, we're on, we're on the, the, we're in space. We're on the ship. We're kind of exploring the ship. These pods open up. The day has kind of begun. I thought they were waking up from a night of sleep until about an hour into it, and they were like, "Why are we woken up?" So I thought that was really fun that they just, I don't know, just sleep like hypersleep or whatever it's called on a on a ship until they get home. Pretty much like cryogenically frozen in like for a hell suspended. Of yeah, just like hey, just go sleep for a couple months. For what's yeah, what seems like months, if not years of time. Because if they were ten months away from Earth from when we saw them, 
How how far away from Earth were they originally? No one knows. And I, and I I love the whole beginning where we set up this world that's you know this movie was made in nine uh, seventy uh, sorry seventy nine, and we were talking about RoboCop and all these other movies that kind of take place in the future and they feel so eighties. Mm-hmm. And while this movie definitely has an eighties tinge, right? Because we're about to get you know seventies eighties tinge. It, it definitely feels much more futuristic than any of the movies that we've seen regarding the future. Oh, yeah. It's it's on par with, like, 2001. It does future space travel so well that you're like, I, you recognize everything that's there, but it's all something you're like, oh, I could I could see that. I could see that being the future of whatever like freezing space or like the meals when they're like sit down to eat and they like do all these space food right i don't don't know what space was like before this movie like space movies well i don't know what space movies were like before this movie Mm -hmm. but it it felt like i mean of course we're in 2020 now so i have all of this previous knowledge but it, it just felt like you already knew what was going on. You already knew the language of space, having never been in space, having, if you never saw a space movie, you're like, this makes sense. Yeah, because, you know, in space, they can't hear you scream. Frightening line. Listen, my, can I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just say, my favorite character is the black guy, who mm-hmm. I, in, t- in the entire movie, I called the black guy. Because, then I was- no, no, I, it's, no, yeah, you're right. It is the black guy. <laughs> Because, well, you know, just because he's, like, the only one who's, like, yo, I need to get some real coffee. Or, no, he's, like, coffee's the only good thing on this thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I want to get paid. And and no one's, like, respecting, like, the, like he's just like, this lower-class person on a ship that's going out of Earth for months, if not years at a time. And all he wants to do is get paid and, like, like be treated as a regular person. Like, before mm-hmm. the whole alien thing happens, he's going to be, like, him and the, the other guy. He's, they're like the, so like the uh, the janitors of the spacecraft, and oh yeah, no one like, cares oh, about just, I mean, I feel like most of the crew kind of fits that 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 characteristic. Like they're there to do a job; they got to check out this thing. But because I don't know if it's because of who Ripley is, or there's weird little pockets where they just start taking up the mantle yeah no we need to fight and it goes so poorly for most of them i yeah i yeah it it absolutely does (laughs) so quickly too which is so bothersome i think it's so bothersome like it's there's it's no time before most of the crew is dead and that, but you know what really upsets me about this is that like, <laughs> it feels like everyone's death is actually someone else's fault, like not really the alien's fault. <laughs> yeah, it's just uh, yeah. If you weren't being a jerk about this, you probably wouldn't have gone out there and, and done this. Like, first of all, here's my question, and here's I think what starts the whole thing off is you know this distress signal happens. All of a sudden, they're on this different planet which we are told is not in their solar system. We're told this straight up, not in their solar system. But there's one question that is great because it tells us that something's about to go up, but then I really question what the reality of, of, of it is. And that is, it's something like, is it human life? And I go, for me, I'm like, wait, what? It, 
do aliens exist? Like, is is there something? Because it, it was said with such, it was said with such seriousness mm-hmm. that I was like, okay, so aliens do exist. We just we're accepting that that's a thing that happens. Yeah. Do they know that? No, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I truly don't know. But I but I think it's an interest. I, I think because it was said so seriously, it's an interesting thing to the world. And I don't obviously I do not remember the the sequels to this film, so I don't know what's going on. But or even the Predator movies. I'm not even sure how they connect. Anyways, you can tell me about it later. But yeah, I thought it was such an interesting start of just building the world and and the characters. It's like straight up. They all have their very distinct personalities and they're all like like all astronauts, right? Bunch of scientific, scientist nerds who are just trying to get the job done. They got whatever they needed to get and they're just trying to get back home. And then all of a sudden, people just got too big for their britches and now there's an alien on board what what do you think of of the alien because this is a weird like this is different from most aliens we see in alien movies i like that it's different i love that it's shaped differently i love that we still get this like this abnormal kind of head but it's it's animalistic you know like yeah, like, they're very humanoid or there's some connection to human beings this alien is like almost robotic in a way yeah it's like i would definitely argue that yeah but it's like it's it's, you're right it's robotic it's i think it's kind of animal like because of a tail and everything but it's also like oddly human like when it was a giant penis (laughs) it's got a penis tongue thing isn't that like the, the the like people write papers about this shit? Oh yeah, I'm like sure, yeah. How, how sexual alien is, but yeah, I, I thought it was interesting. That like, yeah, I, much like Jaws, or, or I can't recall the other movie we, we talked about, but much like these movies where you don't need to see the alien very much, or like Psycho or something like that. Yeah, where like oh you yeah, much. the scariest scenes are the ones that you don't see. Um, yeah, the the creature or the alien or whoever. Like when it was fully formed, when it was fully formed, I forget, I think it was the captain, I'm not sure. You know, he was going down with the flamethrower and they're like, you gotta go, he's coming, he's coming, you gotta go. By the way, the directions were worse than like Google Maps. Tell me that now. <laughs> well, you told me that before you got on top of me. <laughs> but I like I actually jumped when I think the like the flame or something lit up lit it up and all of a sudden the alien was just there with its arms out. Yeah. Like almost like it wanted a hug. Like, and maybe what's like the dumbest position to be in is a is a thing that's scary. <laughs> is that the first time we see the full full body of it? I don't think we ever see the full body of it. I'm convinced. Just, like, I, just wet shadows, shadowy reflections. Right? Why is it? Why is it so wet? It's always wet. It's just <laughs> it's dripping. It's, but you would think that because when it was a little embryo thing that its blood or whatever, or maybe it was just its protective nature was acid that it would it. The thing dripping from it would also be acid, but no, it's just, it's just goop. Yeah, goopy boy on board. Yeah, be careful. I Um, love the, I I know the the sequels are a little contentious. I know you accidentally watched Aliens, the sequel. I did not. I did not. I, I, I just kept referring to Alien as Aliens. Uh, and uh, I, because the sequel, the naming process is really stupid. I mean, that's on. how I disagree. I think most sequels should just 
No, I, I think as a viewer, I am completely I am completely fine with this. I think it's Imagine really funny. Instead of Spider Man, Spider Man Two is Spider Man. Spider. I just want Spider Man's. <laughs> Say what you will about the franchise that is behind Alien. Now, I think the world that Ridley Scott created is really interesting, complex. Because there's so, a whole like sub storyline of like an ancient race, and sure, like sure. the distressed call that they find, they see these like giant. Yeah, who were those guys? Beings, right? The alien is so crazy that we forget that there's like a weird <laughs> giant race on this planet that is wiped out or in trouble or like. Some presumably the people who sent the distress call. Right. Right, and they kind of go into it in other movies, but it's just so cool to see the the birth just little nuggets. But it's, it's cool to see the yeah the little nuggets and the birth of this whole world that he created. And you're just like, oh, this is a lot stranger than it seems. Yes, yes, it is. So you're talking about the inner world of this film, right? But yeah, what I find interesting is the outer world. <laughs> Ooh. This like as in like the production of this movie. It is it is three movies, right? The series is only three movies. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Including, I mean, if you want to include Alien vs. Predator and all that stuff in it. But this series has sparked, and I would argue Alien has sparked careers like Sigourney Weaver, for starters, mm-hmm. right? David Fincher, James Cameron, because these two people directed the sequels. Like James Cameron, who, if I'm not mistaken, did not has not directed much before he directed the sequel to Aliens. Mm. Why? It's wild to me. And I, I don't know. I don't. I do not know David Fincher's entire bibliography off the top of my head. But to be involved with that, to be involved with this kind of series, which was great early on in his career, I can only imagine gave him some sort of clout in some way but you know yeah it is a third third aliens movie so who knows i mean joss whedon too he wrote alien resurrection there's a lot of a lot of names connected to this franchise wow looking at david fincher it looks like this was his first movie aliens 3 was david fincher's first movie really yeah seemingly from what i can say so yeah I, i i just i i love this movie simply but simply by the idea that simply by the idea that he that this movie sparked so many careers and just to move on slightly like i immediately thought of like star wars i immediately thought of like mm-hmm. this it was it felt like one of those movies that that if it didn't take place on earth would have been a big broadway like golden age of hollywood movie like it felt like the music that scored it was so good like the sound design in general, like the silence, you, you felt the silence as much as you felt the score of the film. Yeah, I um, do, yeah, I do think because this movie has, because it, it's one of those movies that's definitely multi-genred. Yeah, and I think because a lot of people lump it in with, uh, quote unquote horror movies, because like this is a a movie you see along with like Halloween or yeah nightmare yeah. on Elm street, but it's just a little off from those. And I think because of that, people write it off and kind of forget the cinematography of it and the, 
the production value of it and like yeah the music like it really is a very epic movie but because it's, it's it, a because it's recognized as a horror movie i think it, it, people forget about that and that's it's a true shame i i do think it's a true shame i i truly truly do and i think a lot of horror fans feel that way like their movies aren't getting recognized because but you know i think it's not recognized as being a true cinematic art form yeah, that or even the fact that it's a like sci-fi movie, right? Oh yeah, no, sci-fi movies get get probably less love than horror movies do. Yeah, so it's, it's got it's got multiple strikes against it, but it's beautiful. It's the only way I could describe some of the scenes. That said, Mister Daniel Savinet, shall we? Let's do it. You go first. I think we could do it at the same time. <laughs> okay, you just want to count to three. Count three. One. Two, three, two, three. Required. required. We'll work on that. Yeah, absolutely yeah. required. <laughs> I mean, for all the reasons that we just mentioned, I, I besides Star Wars, I don't know if I've ever seen a space movie that took its time to build its world out. And I'm not even talking about the sequels, Dan. I'm not talking about the sequels at oh, all. Yeah. Just but the first I, one. Just the first one. The world that was built here was so crazy. Like, so crazy good and so... It sucked you in that, like, of course, of course, there are sequels. Of course, there are. Yeah, Anyways. it's it's. I think as a horror movie, it's great. As a sci-fi movie, it's great. As a thriller, as absolutely just a good movie to watch, it's fucking fantastic. I think it's up there with. I'd say it's better than like two thousand one, a space odyssey. Oh shit! Because it's more fun to watch. Like I get that 2001: Space Odyssey is beautiful and this giant, grand, like huge, like monolith of a movie. But it does kind of feel like a chore to watch. Whereas this, you're not paying attention to anything else while you watch Alien. No. No, not at all. And you, yeah, you get absolutely sucked in. I mean, listen, if we got, if we really got to dig it down, there's just like some of the other movies we talked about. There is not a role that's wasted on this film. Every mm-hmm. role is completely vital, and everyone does a fantastic job. Which is, which is again rare. I, I think if you look at some of the movies that we did not recommend, or even some of the movies that we did, I think I can, I can say that some of these movies were not. Like, every, you could tell that everyone wasn't bought all into this film. Yeah. And a movie um, that only takes place in, like, two locations. Actually, yo, true story. Like, they're on true the ship story. 90% of the movie, and it's yeah, and it doesn't get stale at all. If, it, no, like, if anything, that's I, what adds to the, the, the fact yeah, that... Yeah, yeah, it's that you're locked in. Yeah. Dude, it's been, it's been real. It's been real. Let's do it next week. All right. All right. Latest. Bye.